Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 16th of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause this slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au. Read the disclaimer there. Sign up for a free trial if you're not yet a member. And of course, have a look through all the other wonderful goodies we have on our site. All right, well, we had the Dow Jones closing up 151 points or 0.45%. Bit of a volatile session, though, to say the least. Uh, Early swoon on the back of some uh, dodgy numbers coming out of China showing that the Chinese economy is slowing. And that did uh, cause a bit of a swoon early. We had a low of the Dow down 178 points, a high of 194 points up. So what's that? 360 odd point trading range. So not a huge trading range yesterday, up 0.45%, 33,912. The NASDAQ was up 0.62%, 81 points to 13,128. And the S&P 500 up 17 or 0.40, no middle for diddle today. 42.97, just knocking on the door of that 4,300. Once again, it has been driven by hopes that the Fed has pivoted. Uh, Slightly worse than expected economic numbers may be uh, reinforcing the fact the Fed has pivoted. Uh, Some slightly better than expected corporate results as well, helping sentiment there. And the fact the oil price came off. Brent crude was down 3.1%. So that is is certainly helping the inflationary story, uh, which is now seen as peaking at that 9.1% that we saw back in June. So certainly uh, all systems go for the US, although 151 points is a little bit muted, to say the least. Our SPY futures up 22 points, or 0.32%, but all eyes will be on results this morning, and we'll get to that in a minute. VIX index up 2.15%, or zero points, uh, but it's the decimals, and we haven't gone to that few more spaces. 20 points on the VIX. It did actually sneak below 20, I think 19.95, so near as damn it to 20. But commodities last night did get hit. We did see Brent crude down 3.1%, as I said, $3.05, 95.10. WTI down 2.91%. Two dollars sixty-eight, eighty-nine forty-one. This is all on the back of those weaker Chinese economic numbers that we saw yesterday. Didn't really affect our market yesterday. In fact, the resources were quite firm yesterday. But I think that will be a different story today. Gold in U.S. dollar terms, seventeen forty point nine six percent down, seventeen ninety-eight point one zero. So falling back below that eighteen hundred level. Iron ore took a tumble as well, down two point eight percent, three point. One dollars, three dollars ten, a hundred and six spot seven nine, and the Aussie dollar seventy point one nine. So that Aussie dollar falling away as well it was nearly seventy one cents back down to nearly seventy cents. So that is going to cushion the blow a little bit in some of these resource stocks. But I would be surprised to see any kind of rally in resources today. In fact, we may give back some of the yesterdays, especially given that copper was down 1.15%. Nickel had a big tumble 
down 4.8%, uh, aluminium down 1.2%, zinc down 0.3%, lead down 02 and ton fell nearly 2%. And as a result of all this in US trade, we had BHP ADRs down 1.8%, Rio down 2.8%. So that is uh, a small, uh, pretty much unchanged really in terms of uh, BHP and Rio, in London terms anyway, but uh, US, as I say, ADRs down 1.8% for BHP, Rio down 2.8%. So we are going to see some weakness in those, but we have had BHP numbers, and I'll get to those in a minute. Freeport McMoran down 3.5%, Alcoa down 2%, Tech up 0.14, Anglo up, uh, was sorry, down 2.1%, Glencore down at 1.7%, Vale down 1.4. Albemarle holding firm up 0.9 of a percent. So lithium stocks may have a bit of a reprieve today, but they were quite strong yesterday. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some profit taking creep into that space. Here you have the US S&P 500. Uh, as I say, it was a little bit uh, mixed early on on the back of those weaker Chinese numbers, pointing maybe to recessionary fears in China. But uh, it shrugged those off and, of course, Recessions are good in some respects because it does cool inflationary pressures and with the oil price coming off as well on the back of uh, some progress made in those Iranian talks as well about sanctions uh, that helped the oil price fall and it helped the S&P 500 go higher. In terms of tech stocks in the US, Apple was up 0.6, Meta up 0.2, Google up 0.3, Microsoft up 0.5, Amazon down 0.3, Tesla up 3.1% last night. Good move for them. Netflix down 0.1. U.S. banks pretty much unchanged, to be honest. Not very much happening there. Not even much happening in Block, which was down 1.4% in U.S. trade. That's the artist formerly known as Square. As far as major stories go, uh, the U.S. stocks defying gloomy data, closing near day's highs. Crude oil, industrial metals tumble as China's data disappoint. Odds rise that new bull market has begun, according to LPL. Interesting, I saw that Michael Burry of the uh, the big short fame had sold out of all his uh, positions, apparently, although he had invested in prisons. So there are some listed U.S. prison providers, and he has invested in prisons as the recession in the U.S., he thinks, will take hold. Crime will rise. Prison populations will rise as well. So always thinking outside the box for uh, Michael Burry. Global inflation pace to slow significantly, says JP Morgan, and continuing headwinds for Chinese equities, currencies, and the A dollar fading to 65 cents in December quarter, according to Scotia Bank. Oil settling below 90 bucks a barrel on these Chinese outlook, that number coming out from China yesterday, and the shock number that I saw, uh, which I've written about more today in Henry's take, was the unemployment in the 16 to 24 year old bracket nearly 20 percent admittedly this is a distorted time of year july august is the time when all the chinese students graduate but still 20 percent youth unemployment in a country that age is aging fast doesn't point to a growth outlook really does it u.s home building hits a wall chinese woes a reprieve for u.s dollar bulls and the August Empire Manufacturing Survey and NAB uh, or NAHB Builder Confidence both weaker than expected. And BP is exiting its Mexican oil assets in a shift toward renewables. 
What to expect today? Well, we have got the RBA board meeting minutes coming out at 11.30. That National Association of Home Builders, the Wells Fargo Housing Market Index, fell six points to 49 this month. That is the eighth consecutive monthly fall. Those commodities certainly on the nose. Europe, though, stocks 50 up 0.3, FTSE up 0.1, CAC up 0.3, DAC up 0.2. Ten-year yields in the US, 2.79. Australia came off a little bit yesterday, 3.36. Germany under a little bit of pressure as well, 0.89%. And GenX, uh, GNX, is looking to cement a 25-cent bid from Skip Capital. And the pace of global inflation is poised to drop to 4.7% in the second half of 22, according to JP Morgan. James Hardy has reduced its financial 2023 guidance to profit to around 7.30 to 7.80. That's from 7.40 to 8.20 following its first quarter results. And there are also mixed reports coming out of China today that it may ban beef imports on foot and mouth concerns. This also may apply to dairy products as well, but expect more clarification as the day goes on. And NEA, which is NIMAP, shows tech hunting is on, according to the AFR, something I spoke about yesterday on Ausbiz. And the Rio 2.7 billion US bid for Turquoise Hill, which is their big copper project up in Mongolia, is too low, according to the board. And the board of Ausbiz, uh, it's not Ausbiz, sorry, Oz Minerals, OZL, may be more open to a script offer from BHP, which would give them some skin in the game still to give shareholders a skin in the game rather than just 25 bucks in cash and santos is set to update the market on asset sales on the picker deal and alaskan sales now bhp of course is the big one that has come out this morning in terms of results there are results dropping all over the place at the moment Uh, bhp attributable profit uh, was uh, 30.9 billion US dollars, which was up 173%. Earnings per share, 610.6 cents US. These are all US numbers, up 173%. Uh, the dividend as well, uh, total for the year uh, is 325 cents, up 8%. Uh, that is up on the $301, $3.01 dividend that we saw uh, last year. I think the announced dividend this morning was $1.75 US. So on the face of it, they do look like reasonably good numbers. Uh, profit from operations up 34%, $34.1 billion. Underlying EBITDA, $40.6 billion. Not quite in the Aramco kind of ballpark with 48 billion US for their quarterly profits. And I think the Saudi government is getting 25.5 billion US dollars as a dividend, but not bad. Earnings per share for BHP, $4.21, up 25% for 2022. So on the face of it, not too bad in terms of those numbers. Uh, we'll wait and see how the market reacts, but certainly. Uh, not a bad set of numbers on the face of it. So um, unfortunately, of course, they're coming out on a day when the iron ore price was under pressure. Uh, so that's not really going to help them. Question of the day today, going on the results season, what, a re- what result has shocked you? That could be a shock to the top or the bottom, I guess, of the range of the expectations. Certainly the one that I suspect uh, was a little bit of a surprise for some people was the JB Hi-Fi number. We're constantly being told how retail and consumer spending has been falling, yet there we were with JB Hi-Fi with some pretty good numbers. So is there a result out there 
as yet that has shocked you or surprised you, maybe in a good way or maybe in a bad way, but be interested to hear your answers there. Plenty of uh, what I see is lots of downgrades seem to be coming through this morning from brokers post-results. Most are going to sort of neutral or underweight kind of recommendations and suggesting that maybe any rallies that we have seen in those stocks has been priced in and we might see a little bit of downside. So interesting to see the slew this morning dropping of downgrades from brokers research. Uh, And of course, Leighton will have more on that later in the brokers reports and in the morning meeting as well. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. As usual, we'd love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights there. There is, of course, the Marcus Strategy Podcast, which is our fly-on-the-wall look at our morning meeting, which is out around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. <coughs> and there's also my On the Couch podcast, and I'm sitting down this week, hopefully, fingers crossed, with a CEO of a biotech company, and looking forward to chatting about that one. It's been in the news quite recently. Also, apologies, there was no end-of-day podcast last night. I do teach uh, some school kids on a Monday afternoon at 530 about the joys of investing in the stock market and how the stock market works, which means I have to leave the office around four to get into the city uh, to be prepared to uh, front up to the school kids and their parents, of course, who are paying the bill for uh, for my services. It doesn't come free. But um, luckily for you, um, we've only got one more week of this uh, to go. So the next session next Monday will be the last in terms of education, but I am away then on leave so hopefully Marcus will pick up the end of day podcast for all those people that like it but in the meantime I will also be recording uh, the presentation I gave last night and last week's which was on fundamental analysis and this week's which was on uh, technical analysis for a webinar that you can watch at your leisure the first one is up on our education tab on our website and that was just a brief introduction to the market and gives a very sort of basic introduction to the stock market designed, as I say, for school kids and those that are really complete beginners. So uh, good to show your kids that one anyway. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.